0: Welcome to Spiritual Gangsta Certified, Illy Vish. Hi hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I am your host, Illy Vish, and this week it's pretty much all about Mercury and Pisces. And all I have to say to y'all is welcome to my world, I have natal Mercury in Pisces. The influence that we're going to be under for this transit is going to be long, okay? It's going to be 60 days of Mercury in Pisces because Mercury is going to go the dreaded retrograde in Pisces in March. So I think it's important that we talk about this influence. So Gemini Brown's going to give you his weekly astro forecast and I have a little Mercury in Pisces talk that I'm going to do. So you guys sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified.
1: What's going on world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So let's get into it. We're coming off of a new moon, and this new moon was in the Aquarius, which is which is all about innovation, you know, liberating ourselves through group dynamics, rebelling, all of that, you know. The air the air is strong right now mental clarity ideas and with Mars and Aries we got you know the 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 force behind us to really take action towards these things so I hope that's what you guys have been doing okay so as we move into this new week it is still an action-oriented time we're building uh, towards a full moon so One of the first things that's going to go on this week is that Mercury is going to switch from the sign of Aquarius into Pisces. All right. And traditionally, Mercury is debilitated in the sign of Pisces, and for good reason, it's, you know, in the deepest waters and engulfed in all this emotion and just, you know, spacey Neptunian energy. Uh, So, during this time, during this transit, it isn't a very concentrated, oriented time. We are going to be daydreaming more than usual. Uh, we're going to want to really think more in the lines of not how we can apply, but what things actually mean. So with Jupiter here and Sagittarius, we're really going to be um, thinking more about our truth and what that person truth means to us. So it can be, you know, very rewarding in those regards that we're going to be spending more time thinking about the bigger picture, all right? On the downside, it doesn't really bode well for direct communication of things uh, because, because we're in such deep thought, we internally may understand the situation at hand But finding the words to express that is a whole nother ordeal. So my advice in this regard is if you are coming to big picture realizations about situations in your life, um, regarding loved ones, um, friends or whatever, and there's something that you want to say. Go gently with it. Right. Put a. Put a process into action where you implement the change without directly saying what the change is. I hope that makes sense. So kind of lead by actions rather than words. Okay. If you, I can give an example. Like say you get into an argument with someone and you realize like, yo, I was wrong. I completely blew up at this person because of some personal things that I was going through, right? Rather than come out and communicate this, you will go ahead and do something that shows you're sorry or that you know that you were wrong. You know what I mean? Or like I said, by gently expressing yourself, you can find those words. It's, it's, it's not going to be a direct, okay, this is the best way to say it and this is how I'm going to say it. No. All right. So the the less we think about what we want to say, the better things will will come out. All right. So we should really seek to um, observe and kind of just do do what what this thing inside is leading us to do. Very reflective time, but lots of, you know, major personal truths can come into focus with this transit. The next thing is that because this is the conscious mind and a lot of us whether we're aware of it or not, we are led by our conscious mind, okay? And the, the process of the spiritual journey is to uh, learn how to use the higher mind and conscious mind together, right? So with it being in Pisces, we're going to be, the conscious mind is more spiritually oriented. So we can definitely uh, be mo- more motivated toward towards uh, doing things that, you know, enrich our spiritual lives. So, like I said, although the concentration may not be there to necessarily read, some of us, you know, we we may read, you know, find some topics and things like that, but YouTube, I can feel and see a lot of people are going to be YouTubing new information, okay? Um, Just gearing their minds towards their spirituality and then from there, being able to really, you know, put things into place, okay? So, coming up, I think this is gonna show a lot of things about us as individuals, all right? And I'm always telling people, there's there's no set way to be spiritual. It literally is going to be different for everybody. Just because you study astrology, it doesn't mean that you need to go out there and read charts for other people If spirit leads you to do so then you know you will but you don't have to you know um you don't necessarily have to share what it is that you're learning um, with everybody you know because you don't got all the answers so the worst thing you want to do is, is start to speak about things you know you don't have full understanding about so take your time and just understand where you are in your spiritual journey and honor that, all right? But I definitely see with Mercury here in Pisces, we can get a lot more spiritual work done because it's the conscious mind, okay? So that's that. We still got Venus in the sign of Capricorn. Um, It's going to be moving closer and closer to Saturn. And as it does that, it'll also be approaching a sextile with Neptune. So this week, The you know the creative energy and imaginative energies can uh, come into place. So definitely take some time to really visualize about your goals, right? As well as continue to take concrete action towards them. All right. So my advice with Venus this week is definitely look at you know how you can. a little bit of imaginative qualities towards your business or your real world pursuits. All right. And don't hesitate towards, you know, resting or, you know, finding balance between your work life and your spiritual life because this is big. All right. So, you know, um, any type of spiritual um, work can be done, like spiritual baths, you know, Even going to the spa, getting a massage, doing crystal shopping, things like that, all right? So, um, the next thing we got going on this week, on Valentine's Day, at that, I think it is uh, going to be really interesting. Matter of fact, I got ahead of myself. It'll be exact a day before Valentine's Day, but we got Mars conjunct Uranus. And in my last video, I started to speak about this influence. So, this is like a very, like interesting influence, because Mars is aggression, impulse, and Uranus is sudden things, all right? So, in one regard, suddenly we can get all types of insights into situations and things. We can suddenly, you know, meet people that we've been wanting to meet and form associations and things like that. So, Be sure to be out there working your energy in the correct direction because suddenly, you know, wonderful things can come to you, all right? And like I said, we're going to be thinking and, you know, downloads and things like that are going to be coming towards us. Then on the other side of it, we got to be careful. We got to be careful of how this energy manifests itself. So this is one of those times where I always suggest, if you're on the road, slow down, be careful, all right? If you get into a bad mood, stay inside because the way this energy goes is that we're in a bad mood, we're going to go out and do something impulsively, which can really lead to things escalating rather quickly. All right. So if things with you and your your spouse or your friends aren't on, you know, a good accord, take some time out. All right. Isolate yourself. Don't follow that feeling to escalate things because it can get really out of hand. Now, the next thing I want to say about this is personally understanding what to do with this energy. I've been telling you guys this is this is a very action oriented point in time. And if you are internally restless, angry, you know uneasy, just not settled or grounded, it is literally because the energy is not being channeled in the correct way. So you literally need to make an effort to use your energy towards something positive with this house so if this is your fifth house get out there and go have some fun do something you would not normally do if um as well as creatively and you know recreationally all right also in the sense you know the fifth house is you know uh Sex and things like casual sex. You know, go out there, blow off some steam in that direction if you feel the need to. Bring some excitement into your life. If this is the sixth house, you need to step outside of your everyday routine and or your health dynamics. So let's say you get a cold, right? You get a cold and you normally just rush and go get regular medicine. No, look into something Alternative. Think. Okay, maybe I should try one of these natural remedies. Maybe I should go to a spa. You know what I'm saying? And see the effects that that has on your body, right? Or even try to be service oriented in some type of way. Okay. And this is your tenth house. You need to try something new and exciting within your career. Even if you have one job and you've been thinking about leaving that job start filling out applications take the day off go to a job fair the energy needs to be it you need to take a risk and and Mars is about taking a risk so what I'm saying is by not honoring this type of influence in our lives the energy then turns destructive so be mindful of how that is manifesting within yourself okay So, that'll be the day before Valentine's Day and on Valentine's Day. And I find that to be really interesting. And then on Valentine's Day, the moon will be in Gemini. um, And it's funny that a T-square is going to be made with the moon, Neptune, and Jupiter. So, moon is squaring Neptune, opposing Jupiter, Jupiter squaring Neptune as well How I see this is If you're seeing somebody Or whatever it is That's going on in your life Especially involving other people Or emotions are involved Make sure y'all are on the same page So Just to give an uh, An example With it being Valentine's Day Don't go overboard Trying to show Your love for someone or your emotion for someone by being over generous okay or overly extravagant because chances are those feelings may not be reciprocated or even if you're like in a relationship with somebody they that may not be the gesture that they want you to make so this transit is really going to speak of understand realistic expectations within you know, relationships and how we do things. So even if you go out to celebrate just casually, don't go overboard. Just don't be too extravagant. Don't do too much. All right. Moderate. Take it easy. I really see that. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just funny looking at that, thinking about it. It's almost like I feel like people could get their feelings hurt. Like, damn, I did all this and this person didn't even reciprocate the same type of energy back well you know maybe i aren't on the same page so that's something to really keep in mind okay so then we got mars leaving aries going into taurus i really 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 see some funny stuff going on with this transit so it kind of goes back to what i said before this coming off the of capricorn season coming off of mars being an Aries, new beginnings. A lot of this is about has been about cultivating the correct habits, the correct structures within our lives. If you have been doing so, this can be a very um, fruitful time for you. You can see a lot of the things that you've been working towards and that you've applied structure to really manifest how you wanted to. Okay, so remember, Taurus energy is about consistency. A lot of Earth energy is, right? But specifically, Taurus. So remain consistent within the things that you have been doing. Okay, if you haven't been doing so, the energy may manifest for you where you are um, substituting hard work or You know, because the energy doesn't have a direct channel, we can become very indulgent. So this Mars transit through Taurus can make us quite lazy or overly indulgent within the senses or whatever house this is applying, uh, transiting for us. Okay, so the things that we value, we wanna, we wanna see how we value them, but we always wanna make sure we're applying them to ourselves and using them in the correct ways. All right? So, like I said, Mars is going to be a major player going on forward here because with it coming into contact with Uranus, there's there's an ability to really understand how to get the most out of our energy in a very constructive way, which shows right now the liberating strength of that, okay? So by cultivating the correct habits and using our energy and willpower in the direct ways, in the correct ways, we ultimately win. And like I said, things will really start to manifest how we want them to. So don't don't get lazy during this transit, okay? Commit more and remain consistent, all right? Overall, Really good energy uh, this week. Keep everything I said in mind. Let me know how you're feeling. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. Until next time, peace. Hey,
0: everybody. What's up? This is Lily Vish. And it is Mercury and Pisces season. (laughs) I feel like I'm saying that a little bit just so I can say it's Pisces season on the sly all early. Shout out to all my sunshine Pisces. Our season's coming. Turn up. Yes. But, but, seriously, y'all. Um, I have this placement natally. And for anybody else who does, I'm sure there are certain things that we'll have in common. I find that with my natal Mercury and Pisces, and I have it retrograde, uh, uh, but anyway, um, my way of dealing and understanding things is like through feeling, I tend to go with what feels right. And it's weird because, well, let's think about it. Mercury rules Virgo and it rules Gemini. Okay. Okay these are signs that are e- logical and in the head. Okay. That's the first things that I think of when I think of Virgo and, um, Gemini energy. But, but the thing about this is this makes it so that basically my Mercury sign is not in a comfortable position or a position that it likes being in. Um, with all of the things that are attributed to Piscean energy, I try to like focus on the things that have to do with what's going on like behind the scenes in the subconscious, because I think that we ignore a lot of that. So given that connection, there's an intuitive aspect to having this, this placement like natally, but on a general scale, what we can all kind of look to, to feel see or um, just experience when Mercury is in Pisces, I think that's what we should be talking about. Um, But of course, you want to pull your charts, see where you've got Pisces energy in your chart, see where that's going down, Uh, where's Neptune in your chart. You also want to look at where Virgo and Gemini are in your chart. There's a lot of different things that you could be looking at, you know, And I'm actually, while I am recording this, I'm just going to pull up the chart for now. So, the moon, as I'm recording this, is at 10 degrees of Taurus. Now, with Mercury now at 2 degrees of um, Pisces, I... mm, Lord, let it begin. (laughs) I was feeling this before it was coming, okay? Okay, um feeling the shift. When Mercury was in Aquarius, that was a whole different like element of thought processing to be under. It was more like, you know, really in the head, kind of maybe experiencing some people's stubborn beliefs. People thinking or communicating like they were above you. This Piscean energy is about disillusionment. It's about a mist or a fog being over things too, but it's also about being able to descend below that mist into the waters, the intuitive emotional waters of Pisces. Okay? Pisces feels every freaking thing. Everything. There's not a thing that Pisces don't feel. So, with the planet that rules our mental processes, you know, and things of that nature how we express ourselves and communicate, it's kind of like, how do you really relate to your feelings? You know? How does that work for you? Because I know for some people, feel the word feelings has become like a bad word, first of all, in this like climate that we live in currently. You know, if somebody says they're all in their feelings, you can say that to insult somebody. Oh, you all in your feelings. You know? Uh, uh, oh, do you feel bad? Like, just... Different ways in which we've basically vilified feelings. First of all, usually people are, vil, uh, are vilifying, like, you know, the sensitive or more feminine feelings, you know, because anger and those things come up from an emotional place as well, but we'll never hear nobody teasing nobody over that. But that's a whole other talk. But basically, um, how in touch you are with your emotions, how comfortable you are with dealing with them. Um, your emotional honesty, you know, I feel like this is a time for us to examine that because whether we are more prone to look at what others do on a deeper level, feel connectedness to others on a, on a deeper level, um, you know, we still have to deal with how other people are handling their emotions. It's a season where I think in a bad way I would say people could really not see what's going on or not really have a clear understanding of it especially people who are not intuitively inclined you know but I feel like if you are able to tap into your intuitive energy what you can do what you can do is really have a benefit during the season because the processing of what's going on around you is going to take on a more intuitive emotional feel you know if you can tap into how things feel like what vibes are you getting off of things you know it's easy for me and even as a pisces sun because i have a virgo dominant chart i feel like i will sit and break things down into like little categories and like just smaller boxes of more detail 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 virgo 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 energy but the thing about it is when i let my intuitive side come out when my, my piscean energy comes out when my mercury and pisces comes out the times when i'm best in tune with someone like if i'm having a conversation with some relating to someone or a subject matter or learning or anything i have to feel it to understand it and that's what makes me decide how i'm going to deal with things whether i want to deal with things or not so You know, I think collectively, we all have to look at how are we processing things emotionally? How do we normally do that? Because you might get an overhaul. It might be time for you to, it might be time for you to kind of, you know, take a walk away from yourself, view yourself from a distance. Because remember, we're still in Aquarius season, so that detachment may help. View yourself from the outside looking in. Be honest with yourself. What are you doing with your emotions? Do you unpack them and, like, go through them line by line, picky, picky, picky to death? Do you shut them in a jail so you don't have to deal with them? Do you fly off the handle because everything, you know, that anybody could say to you about anything regarding you that isn't necessarily positive, you take personally and get emotionally riled up. Like, be honest with yourself. Look at your chart. Look at your chart, too, if you have access to it. You know? Again, another part that we have to think about is, well, the disillusionment. And... The not seeing people, things, or situations for what they are. And also because Mercury is going to go retrograde in Pisces. Ooh, Mercury in detriment going retrograde. Hunty. Energies is going to really be pushed inward. I would think some people might even feel a little disillusioned with themselves. I might think a lot of people might not even really have a clear view of what it is that they want. Or what they feel. And that may come up for some people. It's definitely going to come up. That's like a a theme that everybody deals with in some way. But depending on someone's chart aspects, you know, that'll come out and present itself differently. So that's why it's important to kind of realize how it's affecting you. Because not only are you going to have to deal with how you're dealing with it, you have to deal with everybody else. You definitely have to deal (laughs) with everybody else. So I also wanted to say because and it's not really conjunct by degree, but um, because we have Neptune at home in Pisces, I feel like that's giving an extra push to that Piscean energy of disillusionment. Everything is under like a spooky fog, but it's the type of fog that intrigues you. You want to know what's under there. You know, when they talk about like mermaids and stuff like that, I think one thing I always liked. Was obsessed with mermaids when I was younger. Is the fact that they could go like into the depths, no matter what the weather was like, whether you could see the ocean clear, the sky, whatever they would just go in. So, they to me represent like I think in my head, when I think of a Pisces woman, I think of a mermaid. I think most people do, but. I think about the beautiful part of it and also the deceptive part of it because really mermaids and like folklore and stuff were like luring people to their death because people saw a beautiful woman. So a theme that I think that is prevalent, I don't want people to take it in a negative way. I don't want people to like turn thinking that they're going to not be able to tell who's telling the truth or, you know, who's not, or is this all an illusion or not? I don't want that to turn into some sort of like panic when really it just means to keep yourself open to that possibility that you're going to have to be on guard for that. It's easy in Piscean, swimmy, fish tarted energy to just kind of, oh, oh, I didn't see that coming type thing, even if you did, because usually our intuition knows it there it's there but we I swear Pisces operate on the level of seeing your higher self when they see you even if you are so far removed in the physical from your higher self that it's not even funny we're still treating you higher self level that's why we can get along with anybody but anyway as it pertains to Mercury it may be a difficult time to have sharp thinking indeed especially once that retrograde hits I mean, I feel like your thinking is going to be more sentimental than anything. So this is another thing. In general, I think that um, you're dealing with themes of like exes popping up and stuff like that when Mercury is retrograde itself. But I feel like Mercury retrograde in Pisces, that's even more so. And just Mercury in Pisces, period, I feel is a time frame where you're sentimental, where you might be faced with having to deal with some really like I call them 12 house issues all the stuff that's going on under the surface that is preventing you from being your best self it's literally undoing you and then anybody that triggers thoughts of those things you know those experiences come back up for you and it's really easy to you know get stuck in the past oh my speaker's cutting off Anyway, so I guess really the thing that's key is realizing that, you know, this probably isn't the best time over the next 60 days. I would say even past then, you know, because A, let's be honest here, we're going to have the... Moon and Pisces coming. Then we're going to have Pisces season. Mercury's going to be in Pisces. And even though we'll be going into spring, let's be honest. It is always a lot to recover from Pisces season. I hate saying that cuz it sounds so negative and people get offended, but no. Cancer season, I feel like it's that way for people. Any Scorpio season. Listen, the water seasons <laughs> It washes up a lot of stuff that people have to deal with. So I feel like we're still going to be recovering from it after the 60 days. But just generally wanted everybody to keep in mind that, you know, activities that might require sharp, sharp focus may not be best right now. Use your creativity and your imagination. This is a time when you should look at Piscean themes and things having to do with it that are on the more positive scale if you want to stay in that higher vibration. I mean, the creativity aspect within itself just, uh, I I really love that aspect of Pisces energy. Like, it rules films and movies and acting. And I feel like this is a time where you could actually be playful. I'm not telling people to get out here and be fake. Let me be clear. (laughs) Don't use that Neptune Piscean energy the wrong way. No. But... This is an excellent time. An excellent, 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 excellent time for you to kind of just be comfortable in your part. Feel it. And I'm going to talk about this from kind of like a manifestation standpoint, given the fact that, remember, we still are under the influence of Saturn at home in Capricorn and Jupiter at home in Sagittarius. So... Saturn and Capricorn reminds us we need to continue to work in integrity. You're killing it. You're killing it. We need to continue to, as Astro Pluto Queen said, shout out to her, Saturn and Capricorn is when your parents tell you take the chicken out the freezer, defrost it so y'all can have dinner, and what happens if you didn't take the chicken out the freezer? So you got to, you know, be prepared and work on different things and make sure that there's a sense of integrity and structure to what you are trying to create. So that would automatically say to me it wouldn't help one to be deceptive at this point, because remember Saturn's still guarding over everything, even during this period where people may feel more, um, you know, prone to falling for illusion and different things that are going on. That has nothing to do with the fact that Saturn is like, okay, I see you. He's got his eye on us. So work in your integrity. But Saturn would also represent making things real. Manifestation. through that focus and that hard work. So if what you want to manifest for yourself really resonates at a deep level with what you're called to do, this is a good time to be imaginative about that process. Use this Piscean energy to kind of like float off in your dream space on what you want to create. Like really see it from the higher realm, so to speak. Like look down on it. Look down. What does it look like? When, if you were floating above the clouds, what would it look like to see your dream manifesting down here on earth? Like if we were flying over your house, what would that look like? What would the people around you look like? Like if we are seeing all this from an aerial view. I kind of put it in that way because I want to change people's perspective. Because we get so bogged down. Saturn and Capricorn does make us put in that work. But we get get bogged down into the structure and physical um, essence of things. Pisces energy is going to call us to take on the emotional essence and spiritual essence of things. And to really feel them at a deep level, and use that as a navigation for how we act and how we build and how we manifest. So you want to use the season to do that. This is prime time for that. Like, seriously, guys. So look in your chart. Again, if you need help looking in your chart, there's a bevy of amazing astrologers out here. Get you in contact with one if you want me to do a chart reading for you you can go to spiritualgangstacertified.com/readings and you can schedule there now mars is still in aries it's at the 28th degree of aries so it's it's like let me get this in now like let me get my aggression in i mean it's home mars is home in aries So another thing to consider during this time frame is we just went into a time where people are going to be more feeling things and there might be more illusion. And still we have this planet, Mars. That's all about how we aggress ourselves. It's how we fight. It's how we fuck. It's how we go to war, okay? That's almost at the last degree of of Aries where it's really like I got to go out with a bang. So for like this next couple days or so, I really feel like you should be careful because people may take something you say the wrong way. They're not seeing things clearly and they may snap the hell out and pop off. You may do that, so check yourself. Things aren't what they seem all the time. And then with Uranus and Aries right on it too, conjunct it? Oh, you can snap suddenly. Lord. Y'all be careful out here, I'm telling you. Don't Use the negative aspects of Pisces energy to drown in. Make sure that you can still swim through it. Be fluid like the water. Be mutable like Pisces. Be changeable. You can't. It's weird because we're in the sun is shining on a fixed sign right now, but we're still being challenged and encouraged to push past that. Um, That fixed nature isn't going to help us really swim the course that we need to swim. Be open. Feel your feelings. Flow with your feelings. But don't let your feelings destroy you. Okay? Gotta be smart about things, y'all. So, we're gonna talk more, of course, about Mercury being in Pisces, especially as we get to the retrograde portion. But I hope you guys have a good week. And thanks again for listening to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified Be safe, y'all.